I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Every Tuesday morning we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. Excited to do that with you this morning so grab a Bible, take a deep breath and let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord you're the giver of life. Would you come and breathe new life into each and every one of us. New life, Lord, in every cell of our bodies, every thought, uh, every movement of our hearts, Lord. With that new life comes light and joy and clarity and peace. And so I pray that uh, for each and every person watching and praying today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, friends, I have to tell you, I made a new friend. It was so exciting. We got friend matched by some other friends. She was visiting in town, and I live here. Uh, and so we made a plan to meet up last week for mass and coffee. And wouldn't you know it, that mass and coffee turned into mass and breakfast and three hours later we were still there just totally sharing our hearts and what the Lord is doing and uh, what we were dreaming of it was so beautiful it was anointed really um, this conversation this person this friendship at that moment it was a huge grace for me and I left there feeling really renewed no that's not quite it I left feeling alive, honestly, feeling awake, like I had sort of been walking around in a little bit of a slumber, kind of sleepwalking. Have you ever felt that way? You just kind of move through life and do your to-do list and get up and go to work and just kind of move through your day the way, uh, kind of like you're sleepwalking. And I realized by talking to this other person who loves the Lord, who is on fire, for the Lord and, and for mission, my heart was also inflamed. Have you ever had an experience like that where you meet up with someone and it's just the right moment and maybe they say the, the thing that you needed to hear at that moment. Suddenly, it's like the lights went on. <laughs> you remember who you are, you remember who God is. Do you know a friend like that? Do you have a friend like that who, when you talk, when you spend time together, you come back to yourself, you come back to your purpose, to your mission, you come back to peace and joy. You feel more yourself in this person's presence because you share this faith, this love of Jesus Christ. Or maybe you're thinking, I want a relationship like that, or I don't have many experiences like that. Well, I want to tell you some good news. <laughs> that, that kind of connection and conversation, that kind of friendship, that's what you were made for. There's a reason that good conversation and good people light up our hearts. It's what you were made for. Community, connection, friendship, intimacy. And it's been that way from the very beginning. I'm going to prove it to you. It's in Genesis chapter 2, 
verse 18. I'm sure you've never heard this verse before. This is at the creation of the world, the creation of man. Verse 18, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. You've heard that before, right? <laughs> now, I think we tend to hear that verse and, and think exclusively about marriage, right? Especially as single gals, you think like, oh, it's not good that I'm alone, right? It's not good that my sweet husband out there in the world is alone. God, we need a partner, we need a helper, right? But don't miss uh, the greater thing that the Lord is doing and saying here. You were made for community. You were made for communion. You were made for union, not only in the vocational sense, but in life as a human being. We know this, right? We need people. This isn't just about marriage. Adam was given a helper as his partner. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, really the whole story of salvation history unfolds in family, right? In, in the, a community of family. The disciples, there were 12 of them, quite the small group, and yet, even when they were sent out, they didn't go alone. They went out in pairs. They went out in twos. God himself is a communion of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God in three persons. So it seems like community is a big deal. And if you've been feeling isolated, particularly in these past couple of years, I want to I want to encourage you to step back out, to take a risk again. Maybe you've been hurt in friendship. Maybe you've been hurt in community. Maybe you've been hurt by your church community. But today, I want you to hear the voice of the Lord inviting you again to be brave, to take a step in courage and vulnerability into community. We need people. In fact, we need like-minded people. I've heard a lot lately, people kind of being down on being surrounded by people who are like you, right? That we can get in a vacuum. We don't, we don't, um, we can't hear people outside of our, our point of view. But friends, I, I have to tell you, everybody thinks differently than Christians. The Christian way of life is so countercultural. It's the opposite of a worldly value. If you try to go that way alone, you will fail. You will fall away. You have got to get surrounded by like-minded people, people who build you up, people who nurture uh, that goodness and that growth in you, who encourage the, the word that God has spoken into your life and the work that God is doing in your soul. And in your life, we need that. I want you to come alive again. I want you to wake up to the beautiful things that God is doing in your life and through your life. The, the amazing things that God wants to do in your life and through your life that haven't even begun. And I believe that a main component to that waking up, to that living a life alive in the spirit is to be with like-minded people, mm -hmm. to surround ourselves with people who are also walking with the Lord, who can affirm and confirm that walk that we ourselves are on. 
Are you familiar with uh, the parable of the sower? I just heard it recently um, from a dear priest friend that that good soil that we hear about, that good soil that we're also attracted to and aspire to, right? When Jesus is sowing the seed of the word and those seeds take root in good soil, they produce all kinds of fruit, right? 30, 60, 100 fold. I want that kind of life. I want to live with that kind of effectiveness and reach. I want to be that good soil. And this priest friend of mine said that good soil in Matthew chapter 8, that good soil is community and the sacraments. We have got to get rooted in community and the sacraments. If you want to live a fruitful life, surround yourself with like-minded people, people who are running in the same direction as you and be fed, nourished daily by the sacraments. That's the good soil. The, the, the good soil of community and sacraments, they enrich our lives and they help us to bloom. Now, you might be thinking, that's nice, Beth. <laughs> that sounds great, but I, that's just not my reality. I live in a small town. I'm the only Catholic in my family. Uh, I, I just don't, I have these like old friendships, historical friendships, right? And I've kind of been through this change and we're not quite meeting up anymore, but that's okay, we love each other. And, and those are all, that's well and good. But I, I deeply want you to be surrounded by, to be rooted in good life-giving community. God wants to do more for you. You were made for community, made for union and communion. First of all, with our Lord, but expressed and experienced in community as well. So I wanna give you a place to start, right? Or a, a place to keep going. First of all, my advice always, if you're looking for friends, if you're looking for community is to start praying for them. Just tell the Lord, God, I'm lonely. And you said, Lord, you said it's not good that I should be alone. Use his own word, right, to hold him accountable. God, you said it's not good that I should be alone. And I'm, I'm feeling so lonely. I'm isolated in my community, in my family. I, I'm longing for a like-minded friend, right? Someone that iron will sharpen iron and I'll become stronger and holier and more joyful and more powerful. I'm looking for that, God. I'm longing for that. And you made me for that. So be true to your word, God. Be true to your word. It's not good that I should be alone. So make for me, provide for me a community, a helper, a partner. So start praying and pray in hope because God has got some beautiful connections that he wants to make for you. Then I want you to look around. I want you to assess your own field, right? I want you to tend to the soil that you have. Who's already in your life? Who's already a part of that community? Now they might be on the periphery, but those relationships, if we want those deep relationships, they take a little time and they take a little tending. So I want you to begin to ask the Lord to give you eyes to see those people in your life that he has already planted in your community, in your path, so that you can begin to nurture those relationships. And friend, can I just encourage you, start at the church. 
Look around at Mass. Look around at daily Mass. Why not go up and um, introduce yourself? Really, I, I'm getting into point three, which is be that friend. If you want those kinds of friends, be that friend. Start approaching other people. And take that risk in uh, honest conversation and share just a little bit more of your heart. It takes time to build a friendship. I have been just supremely blessed in the past two years that God gave me two very beautiful, surprising, new and deep and life-giving friends over the past year. And at first, it wasn't fireworks, right, with these friends. We don't always just fall in love with friends. But we kept meeting up. We kept talking. And, and I could feel uh, in both of those relationships, on both sides, we grew in trust. We had fun together. We shared experiences together. And, and there were times that I felt the Lord very intentionally invite me to share a little bit more in my heart, share a little bit more about prayer, or about my family, or about what was going on, right? Just to take a little risk to share vulnerably. And each time I was met by this tremendous compassion and love. These friends are praying for me. And, and that friendship took deep root because it was good soil. I want this for you, friend. I want you to experience community right where you are. That's really, that's what Blessed Is She is all about. We don't meet online to stay online. We get connected online because everybody's online. It's a great starting point. But then we provide you with resources and events and opportunities so that you can meet up in person and have that in-person, in-real-life friendship and community. I want you to experience the life-giving power of Christ-centered friendship. You know, it's no secret that um, Father Parks and, and Jenna and I have a really special friendship. It's been such a blessing in my life. And Father is always saying that when we're together, he feels 10 times more powerful, 10 times more powerful as a disciple, as an evangelist. And it's true for me too. It's true for Jenna as well, that when we get together, when we go out even to dinner, when we go out, there is a, a power. We're walking in this authority and anointing because each one of us is walking with the Lord and agreeing with what God is doing in our lives. We share a mission. And so when we go out, we are like that arrow shot straight to the heart of our server, typically, okay? We are on mission looking for people to love, looking for opportunities to share the gospel. And, and that's not because Father Parks is a priest or because Jenna and I are in ministry. That's because it's our whole heart. And if Christ is your whole heart, or if you want Christ to be your whole heart, you've got to get surrounded with people who want the same thing. You'll begin to experience more life, uh, more joy, more peace, more purpose than you've ever known before because you can't do it alone and you don't have to do it alone. So let's pray. Let me pray for you that you would experience this kind of power with friends. Be that friend today. Call someone up and say, hey, here's what's going on. Can we pray on the phone? Could we pray for each other? Next time you're having coffee with a friend, could we just, could, we've been talking all this time and God's here. So could we just include him in this conversation and close with a prayer? 
It's so simple. It, it's such a simple uh, step. Might feel a little scary, but once you take that first brave step and settle into a, a Christ-centered friendship, it's going to bear tremendous fruit, not only in your life, not only for your friend, but for the whole world. Your yes, your friendship, your heart has power because you're partnering with the God of the universe. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you for the gift of friendship. Thank you, Lord, for the way that friendship has changed my life. Thank you for those friends who uh, call me on to more, who help me to remember who I am, who see my goodness, who affirm your life in me, who help me to live that mission you've entrusted to me. And I, I pray for friends like that for each and every person here today. God, surprise them in that, that gentle and unfolding, beautiful way that you do, God. Surprise them with new friends. Deepen old friendships. Purify friendships that need to be purified. Prune friendships that need to be pruned, God. We want to be surrounded with people who see your face, God, who want your will, and who are going to walk with us to heaven. And Lord, above all, I ask that you would, you would make us that kind of a friend. Not always to be looking out to, to be blessed, Lord, but that we today might be a blessing. Right now, would you bring someone to mind for each one of us? Somebody to text or call, somebody to reach out to, somebody to, to um, settle in and, and grow deep roots with. Somebody we can just simply encourage today. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of community. Thank you, God, for the gift of the church our family here on earth. We love you, Lord. Thanks for being such a good father, for caring about our friendships, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Always praying for you, my friends. We'll see you next time. Bye.